Well, I respect your opinion. They don't. You haven't heard my opinion about you as a person for even considering quitting. You've just heard like the kind of conceptual. Okay. Should we quit? Should we not? Go ahead. No. <laughs> what do you mean? Mm-mm. What does that mean? Because then you won't be like, we won't have a good rest of this episode. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Podcasters Anonymous, episode 32. My name is Jeff. I'm Jonah. Reed's not here. Reed got bit by a spider. Um, <laughs> it left a big welt on his ass, and now he is pissing blood, actually. So uh-huh. send your prayers, send your thoughts to Reed. Jonah, <laughs> I've got a poem for you. Um, did you write it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a great start. Let's hear it. <laughs> I've already grown a goiter from this torture, hunched up here like a cat in Lombardy or anywhere else where the stagnant waters poison. All right. Initial response. I can't tell if that is, I don't understand the language, so I can't tell. You don't understand the language. Oh, well, I get I know the language. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand half the words in that. Mm. So my thought is that well, let's new go, link is let's that go down. a modern Okay, do you know poem? what a goiter is? No. It's like a welt, I think. It's like a like a like, like a boil. A, like a blister kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um I've already grown a goiter from this torture. I thought it was slang for like I couldn't tell if that was written hundreds of years ago or okay. like you know hunched this up year. here like a cat in Lombardy. Do you know where Lombardy is? No, that would be good information to have or anywhere else where the stagnant waters poison. I already have a goiter because I'm hunched up like a cat. No, but sure. Kind of. (laughs) Uh, That was written by Michelangelo about how much he hated drawing the Sistine Chapel. All right, let's hear it again. The context. I've already grown a goiter from this torture. Hunched up here like a cat in Lombardy or anywhere else where the stagnant waters poison. Okay. So he did he not want to paint it? I think he wanted to, but it was a lot of work. It was just a bigger uh, task than he set out to bit off more than he could drew. That's disgusting. <laughs> Thank you. That's gross. Thank you. Very gross. <laughs> uh, well, I've had a super busy day. Already? Yeah, it is okay. noon as we're starting this, yeah. and I have done so much. I woke up this morning at 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I went back to sleep. I then woke up again <laughs> at okay. 7.45, <laughs> and I texted a strange man. Uh-huh. I then went back to sleep. Wait, who? I then woke up... <laughs> <laughs> At 8.40, I went to meet this strange man, and I gave him my starfish. You woke up, you texted a strange man, Mm -hmm. and then you went to meet him. Mm -hmm. And I gave him my starfish. Is starfish slang, or are you just being... No, I had a starfish. I had a saltwater starfish. Um, I also had a clownfish. they, uh, They had to... I was getting rid of them and I met a strange man and he took them and it was lovely. How much? I gave him away. Why? 
I just didn't. I just wanted them to go to somebody who was going to take care of them, you know? But you don't know that just because they weren't willing. How bad do they really want them if they're not even willing to pay? We've for been them? over this before, <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't want to discourage anybody from taking them. I wanted them to feel like they could just come get them. Yeah. Uh, and during the process, I talked fish with them for a while. Dude knows his stuff. You know, he's got stingrays. He's cool. He's a cool, dude. Oh, I think shit. we're gonna be friends. Actually, are you allowed to have stingrays? Yeah, hundred percent. Why? Why wouldn't you? And they seem too exotic to be allowed to own. No. Now, it depends on the type of stingray. Some stingrays are really exotic and rare and you can't have them, but like mm. there's tons of stingrays that are super common. How do you feel about the whole, uh, I know this is old news. Okay. Uh, who's that, that uh, Australian dude that. Oh, Steve Irwin. Yeah. What about him? How'd you feel about that? Old I thing? was, I remember I cried. <laughs> that was my first celebrity death. I, cr- I cried on the spot. I was a mess for weeks. Uh-huh. Like that was the biggest like loss I think I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I cried. I didn't, but I did like uh, what was that? Animal Planet is that? What, that was the that one. Was what he was on. I used to watch <clears throat> Animal Planet all the time, and then as I grew up and started watching bad things like Comedy Central, mm-hmm. you know the go back button. Yeah, I would like watch Comedy Central, but I would have uh, Animal Planet loaded oh, up on yeah. the other one. Last channel. If I heard somebody flip come back in, flip back real quick, <laughs> you know, and they'd be like, "What you watching?" Uh, apparently, I'm watching these tigers have sex, but it's better than <laughs> you seeing me. Way better. way better than Tosh Point oh, though, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember uh, going to school or whatever after that, and it was huge, big news or whatever, and I was like semi upset about it. I was like, wow, that's really sad. But the kids, uh, my friends and stuff are like, yeah, that dude's a fucking idiot. Like why are you swimming with stingrays or whatever? That's slander. That's yeah. blasphemy. They didn't let me have and that's uh, disrespect. They didn't let me have my moment, my morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, that's why we, uh, we have never forgiven stingrays. Stingrays as a race uh-huh. are done. They're all was they're it canceled. His fault, Stingrays though? are canceled. Was it his fault? No, he just like scared it. It was just, you know, it's so that's a risk you take. And so it, it attacked just, him? No, no, no. I think so, you know how Stingrays their bar is, mm-hmm. right? I think it was it spooked him or he didn't see it. And so he got spooked and he literally just shot his bar up. And then it just happened to get him in the heart. Mm. Be the same thing as if I came up behind you and they you have know, that much force with their the big ones in Australia do. This wasn't like a uh, oh, I thought he was like in like his, I thought he was in an aquarium like pool thing. I mean, he might have been, but still in Australia, like those are big ones. Big. Like he definitely wasn't in the one where Surprise kids go where you can pet your, them. Your chest cavity. Oh yeah, the big ones. They they're powerful. You ever seen a skate? Like a big skate? Like you ever been fishing? I don't know what a skate is. It's a gigantic stingray, but it's not really a stingray, but it's kind of a stingray. Oh. And like you go fishing on docks, right? And then like. Uh, all of a sudden, all the fish are gone mm-hmm. because you'll just see this gigantic, like eight foot flap, just a square looking thing on the water. And it's like, oh, the skate, everybody go home because there's no fish for miles anymore. Really? 100%. You've seen that in so person? Many, I've caught one before. They're really hard to catch, but if you get, because they're huge and they'll eat your stuff, but I've hooked, hooked them before and seen people pull them up on like the really big fishing poles. Can you eat them? They're not good food. They're not great. You can. I've known people who've done it, but it sounds like the biggest waste of an animal. Just like a, what is the biggest waste of an animal? Well, I'm saying a skate. It's gotta be something worse than that. He's cool. He's got wings and stuff. Sunfish. 
Sunfish, yes. Sunfish yeah. are freaking idiots. They can't. They just float, right? Yeah, like literally. They can't swim. Yeah, this freaking bastard. Gigantic, one of the largest fish ever, and they can't swim and they can't do anything. They just gotta wait for stuff to go in their mouth. Shit to float in their mouth. <laughs> and that's their existence. You know, it's animals like that that make me think maybe you're right about reincarnation. Because <laughs> whatever that thing did in its past life, it was messed up. Yeah. I don't know about I don't know if people come back as animals though. I don't Oh, that doesn't fit your narrative? Well, I haven't thought about it too much, but I don't think it does. I'm, I'm glad you're really taking this seriously. <laughs> like, I don't think, yeah, I don't think if you're an asshole, like you come back as a cockroach or something. That just doesn't make sense to me. Why not? How would you move up from, you can't be like a good cockroach. That's true. And then be like, okay, now you're a right. rat or whatever. Like, right. I don't see, I don't see the point there. I think you just broke the Indian uh, religion. Do they think that the yeah the, the caste system and you come back as like worms and animals, stuff? Really? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I'm not. I just haven't put enough uh, thought into Don't it. Don't do that. Make a stance. Make a stance. Okay, Don't be a pansy. This is my stance. This okay. is my stance. I haven't thought about it enough or gotten I enough hate information. You. I hate you. I hate you. To Jonah, you have a strong opinion. You're on a podcast. That's not how we do. You just say things. And you that fully back every, at 100%. Okay. Oh, that's how. Okay. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. All right. Well, I'm not going to do that about um, that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Why'd you put. Bad takes. Go ahead. Did Reed send in a bad take for us to. No, read that would have been good. Damn. Should we. To read off? Yeah. Here's what Reed would say. My bad take is this thing that like is like a thing that we all do. People need to not be a part of that. <laughs> it's been like the last four <laughs> airports should not have people on them and grocery stores. People should not have cards. They should have 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, good. <laughs> Reed just doesn't like people. <laughs> good job, Reed. Good job. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't serve alcohol at bars because it makes <laughs> people annoying. <laughs> um, oh. I've got, I guess I have a bad take. I would hope so. That's like you're now 50% of the show and that's half your job. Yeah. Talking to yourself. Oh, okay. Go for it. Very underrated. Is it underrated? I think so. Interesting. It's weird if you talk to yourself. <laughs> I don't think that's so. like a known thing. No, it's not. It's weird if you talk to yourself out loud. Are you speaking out loud? Oh, to yourself? Out loud. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, I take it back. That's weird. Why can't you just do it in your head? Why do you need to say it? I don't know. Here's a, I don't know, but there's a difference. Do you, do you have an internal monologue? Always. Like when you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to, in your head, you're like, okay, I'm going to go do the dishes. And then after that, I should do this. And yeah, they just pop up. But like you're literally saying thoughts. it. Like, like with the word, you're hearing the words in your head. Yeah. Okay. You know, people, there's people who don't have that. Actually, like, I think I have that, but I'm not even, because it's so intangible sure like I don't even know I mean you're obviously you you don't need to verbalize or create yeah. the words because it's from you to you right yeah. so you know what you're thinking yeah. but like if I'm eating dinner and I'm 
I'm, I finish my dinner and stuff and I'm looking at my plate. Then I go, I know I've got dishes from making this dinner and I'm going to wash this too. I'm going to go wash but everything are you, right now. Are you like, thinking those words in your head? Uh, I mean, your thoughts are words, right? Okay. Yes. That answers yeah. the question. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I, uh, things pop up in like, right. I'm going to go do the dishes now. Okay. And then I go like, then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I was listening to somebody talk about that. And apparently there are people in the world who don't have the words. Like what are their thoughts? Like they just don't, like, I guess they're thinking about it, but there's no voice. There's no talking. There's no words. It's like pictures. And it's the idea of like thinking to yourself after I eat dinner, I have to do the dishes. It's mm-hmm. like insane to them. They're like, why would you talk to yourself? Really? Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't believe it either, but then they were going through the, it's just me. That's how, uh, sociopaths. No, but like, that's, that's how everything f- happens in my brain. Like is through words. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I thought that's we're right. We're normal. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. You know, there's, I think it's called aphasia, but like can there's people that can't, um, visualize anything in their head. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, for a long time, I was very afraid that I had that (laughs) because for some period of time for like two years or something, three years in high school, like I couldn't see I couldn't picture anything in my head and I could do it as a kid extreme, like very vividly Mm -hmm. and it kind of just faded away. And then I was like, why I can't even like even forcing myself trying to think of something. I can't see it. Um, yeah. And I think that kind of went away. I can kind of do it a little bit now, but kind of, yeah, like not with everything, but if I like think pretty hard or sometimes it'll just pop up, I can kind of like, see something, but it's a struggle for you. Yeah. If oh, I yeah. say like, don't think of a pink. I think elephant. it's the fucking the, the fluoride in the water. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the vaccine. They're taking away my third eye. I can't see things. Dude, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I met uh, this cool dude the other day. I was at work and um, he uh, he carries around with him a uh, it's like a RV camper water filtration system. Okay. So you hook it up to whatever he does that because of the fluoride. Oh, he does that for every, like he doesn't drink water that hasn't gone through that filter. No way. Yeah. He like bought one that's like RV grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, yeah, dude, I don't drink anything except for this. Cause my favorite thing about people like that is like, it only takes like one or two steps to find some other horrible chemical. They also ingest. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to get the fluoride in the water, but they're opening up their can of sardines with dextrose and like uh, xanthan gum and all kinds of other stuff. Pick your poison. Exactly. That's why I'm the, I'm on the one of like, you can't all of it. You can't not take in any. I know. That's why I'm not going to fight one. Yeah. It's like, I'll take it all. Give it all to me. Go out in the sun. And you can put sunscreen on, which has a ton of chemicals in it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that might kill you. Or you can fucking, uh, you know, get sunburn, get skin cancer. Right. You can't. Uh, you, you, you just got to pick like which. There is the third option of gonna, just not being in the sun, though. That's the one I pick usually. <clears throat> that's bad. Like vitamin D deficiency. You can take a pill for that. Yeah, but like, can you? No, no, probably not. Yeah, probably I don't not. believe. We know you don't really believe in pills, <laughs> Jonah. Yeah, but you Dude, take I've been, vitamin I've C every day. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say 
the most controversial thing. <laughs> I have gotten sick so many times. I know since I got the COVID vaccine. <laughs> I swear on my life. I I got sick two times between um, in all of high school. I got sick two times. One was um, some like terrible stomach bug thing that lasted for one day. I was like puking all day. It was brutal. And then one time I got the flu and I actually did go get medicine for that because it was brutal. Mm -hmm. Only two sicknesses in like four years or probably even five or six because the two years in college. Mm -hmm. I've gotten sick. I feel like I've been sick on and off for the past year. Like when you say the past year, where when is that starting? A year ago. A year okay. <laughs> like roughly not a calendar like year, the but like past a, year, like it. roughly a year ago and stuff. There's always something going on. Because you also moved into two different neighborhoods in that time. Okay. Just a factor. Yeah. You know? I'm just saying I'm not trying to be controversial, just I, I got the vaccine. I wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut all this, but I'm not. I'm surprised. I'm not. My voice, uh -huh. you notice the difference? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You sound horrible. <clears throat> yeah, and I sounded worse for the past nine days. I just, I've had bronchitis or uh, fucking. You also like. Laryngitis just or something. Like, I guess you were doing it, or not really. Actually, you kind of, this kind of lines up with your job as well. Like, because you got the job like right before we moved into the old place, and that was roughly a little over a year ago. I've been doing all the same. I've been. Like I worked, I started working for a new employer, mm -hmm. but all the work has been the same. New, new group of people though. I'm just saying there's one, lots of data. One. There's lots of data. Okay? <laughs> I know. I know there's a lot of factors. I'm just saying, oh, this is one thing that I've noticed. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is the week. one factor I'm that I'm tired <laughs> of being sick. I don't know what it is. I feel like lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I could improve You also on. refuse to take any medication other than your damn vitamin C gummies. And I've been popping so many of those because I've been sick. So Which is such much. an insane line to draw. Advil? Hell no. But these little vitamin C gummies. Absolutely. Dude, I'm not taking uh, some. I don't want anything from that Big Pharma has to offer, dude. <laughs> Do they not I sell want... vitamin C? <laughs> dude, dude, there's a picture of trees on the, <laughs> on the label. It's <laughs> <That's, that's> natural. <laughs> now there is like I'm not. I'm pretty much. I don't know. Some of it's not even sickness. I had poison ivy for two weeks. That was fucking brutal. Damn vaccines giving me poison ivy. No, actually, I will say this last summer, last summer, only um, only summer that I haven't gotten poison ivy, but this summer I got it. That was right. right after the vaccine. Yeah, so maybe there's maybe there's pros to the vaccine. I don't know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, well, Oh, My but no, 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 we didn't even something we got shit floating around in here. <laughs> um, talking out loud to yourself. Oh, no, no, and you changed loud. your bad take to the vaccines made me sick. So, oh, you, okay, <laughs> I thought you would just cut all that because it was oh, too. Oh, no, uh, it's beautiful. Okay, I love yeah. it. No, perfect. Great. That's my bad take. No, talking out loud. Um, uh, yeah, I've never done that. I, I can't say it's I like my, it it's been my therapy. Really? Yeah. I, uh, um, only in the car because like I definitely want to be alone. I'm not talking like I'm not in the grocery sure, store sure. talking out loud to myself. Right. And um, but yeah, I'll just like have a conversation with myself 
and it's different than in my head. And I like just come to different conclusions and like see stuff a little more clearly, I think. It's been kind of crazy. From saying it, saying yeah, it. Yeah, from like just a, like saying it out loud. Interesting. And when you hear it, because in your head, it's just all like you're processing all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you hear it, I feel like you get your reaction of hearing it and then you're able to like analyze it a little bit I more. I guess I get that. I definitely do the like, if you're making a list or something, like, oh, this, oh, this, oh, like you kind of mumble it. Mm-hmm. Just in your, I've done that. And then I've done like, I'm having like a panic attack or something crazy. Mm. I'll I'll just like start yelling, be like, "You're you're fine, Jeff. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay." I've yeah. definitely done that in the car yeah. many times. Yeah. Um, I don't do that. I'm not yelling. <laughs> it's just a conversation. But. I yell at myself a lot, yeah. but uh, usually, like, I have a lot of conversations with myself. Mm-hmm. I've always done this. Usually, it's in the form of either an interview or therapy session. I actually mm-hmm. just told my therapist about this the other day and that was interesting. She had some thoughts, uh, but it's always in my head, mm-hmm. but I will sometimes create another person like okay. to, to talk to. That is me, but it's a conduit for me. Okay. Which I just guess so it feels like you're talking to someone yeah, else. Yeah. So it replaces the idea of like talking out loud, but mm-hmm. I get it in the sense of like not just talking to myself, like doing an extra step yeah. to make it like you're doing something. You always have been into role play. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, especially when we were drinking, uh-huh. like just the amount of time I would waste talking to a fictional person. Like, I do, yeah. I've heard, definitely heard you. It's insanity. Talk about doing that. For hours, dude. And like to, oh, hold up. I have a note. Oh yeah. So I still do it, right? Uh-huh. Not as much, but I still do it. And I finally got to the point to where I have memories of conversations that I don't know if they're real or not. Cause I'll also do them with that's real a, people that I a, know. Yeah. That's a dangerous place. And though. I have this memory of saying something at church to the, my church friends. And I don't know if it's real or not. <clears throat> Maybe make like one fictional person that you have all these conversations. I can't with. do that. I can't do that <clears throat> because I do it all the time. After I have a conversation with somebody, I run through the conversation again and like think of the things I could have and should have said. <sighs> I don't know. Like I do it after every therapy session. I do it after I talk to strangers. I don't really do it with you as much. I'm not going to say that's wrong, but it does seem like it comp complicates. Uh, I, I feel like I'm getting things. more out of conversations than most people get because I get to have it multiple times. Yeah, but do you like remember the whole thing correctly? Probably not. And then are you then processing like false information that maybe wasn't even part of the conversation? And then maybe you just have all these, you know. What? <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Posting food. Where do you land on posting food? Like on Instagram, first of all. Um, I mean, honestly, I wish we could go back to the days of social media where all it was was posting your food. Okay, so you're pro posting food. No. I think it's very annoying. Why is it annoying? What part about it? If it was between like, go back to when that was like the main thing Uh and like, here's a picture of me with my friends and that was it. I would go back to the simpler times. Okay. So what's annoying about it though? I know you don't use social media now, but like going on a date that it's on it. Is it seeing it on your feed or is it seeing the person in real life posting? 
Dead air. Here's the thing. A photo of a good like meal, mm-hmm. good presentation, right? a lot of colors. That's great. I would love visually very, very appealing. Right. I would love to look at that. Hashtag food porn. But I don't know. There's some stigma or something <clears throat> around it where I can't just appreciate it visually because I know that it, here's the thing. Having a meal with somebody, mm-hmm. it should be, the food is there, but it's like there's a communal thing to it sure. and it's an event and I hate the idea of you're having a conversation with somebody, the waiter puts down the food and then it's like, all right, everything's on hold. Don't touch anything. Get my phone out. Let me get this angle, this angle, like, you know, all that kind of shit. Right. And half the dude, half the time it's like dudes sitting across from their girlfriend and they're just like, you know, they just have to sit there. So I get that idea, but like, have you ever seen that in real life? Yeah, you have. Yeah, I've okay. been on the receiving end of that. I've seen other people do it, and yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, sit here. So, take how do you picture. feel when I do that? Because I do that. It's different. How's it different? We're not in a relationship, so, so it's, it's only like, relationship. It's annoying. Oh, it is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's not annoying. I get it because I have a theory on the difference between doing it right and doing it wrong. Here's the thing. Okay. There's nothing inherently wrong with it, mm-hmm. but something about how popular it is and just how much of a a trope, I guess it is. Sure. Very unappealing. It's your contrarian brain rearing its ugly head, which is fine. I get <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Everybody do it bad. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I have that too. But uh-huh. my thing is, so starting with just the process, right? Yeah. And we'll get to what the actual bad take is, but um you're talking about the process of, oh, they put the food down. Now we got to pause everything. Yes. We got to stop. That is just people who are bad at taking photos. And like, oh, a well, normal, not everyone's a professional photographer. I'm not a professional photographer. That's literally your job. Okay, and let me but, add in this one more thing, which I just, it slipped away. We can talk about tech, like how phones are have improved. It's also, I, I hate the thing I hate about social media. I hate, and it doesn't go for everybody, but I hate the audacity of people care about me. Uh-huh. People care what I'm doing. I just hate that. For that me. like got, I this I need to share this. Like I right. hate that. Yeah, yeah. Said the person on the podcast. I understand. <laughs> There's a lot there. Let's hold that for but a second. This, the difference there. This is a decision. Like in order to be someone that consumes this, you have to choose. Yeah, that's a that's a decision. Well, not scrolling when, through a feed, you have no choice. Like when they scroll through the Instagram Reels feed and see our shorts. Yeah, well, keep scrolling, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can scroll past my yeah. sandwich as well, yeah. though, if you but want to. But that's the thing. Like you can't, you can't be like, oh, I'm friends with this person, and they post a bunch of food stuff that I don't want to see. You can't be like, well, I'm not going to follow you because of food. You can mute them so you don't see them, but you okay. still follow. I don't them. know. Um. So as far as the get on with your bad the head. process, I think the main thing is people who sit there and make a big show of it. If you're a half, if you're not old, you don't have to be a professional photographer with a modern iPhone. You should be able to snip, snap, snip, get three photos. You can do the gallery. Boom, we're done. Mm-hmm. And the big thing, don't post it right then. When I take a picture, if when you we're post out, it right then, you're absurd. That's what I'm saying. I take the picture. I save it for later. I'll post it when I get home mm-hmm. or I'll post it tomorrow. You know, I like to do it ahead of time. 
I'm not going to sit there at the dinner table and think about hashtags. I think if you make money as an influencer, that's the only time you can post it then. And then. Agreed. Totally. If agree. you are an influencer. Right. And the only reason I even do it is because I'm an inspiring influencer uh, and you got to make meet your post quota sometimes. Dress, yeah. Dress for the just for the job you want job you want. Um, but so that's the process of it. My bad take is about the actual result. Okay. The most annoying thing in the world is people who post their food with bad presentation. Like you said before. Okay. So it's a fine to me. If you're at a restaurant, cool stuff, you know, you got a nice drink, you got the cool plate, you're mm-hmm. at a cool spot doing something cool. That's fine. Mm. Maybe you're at home and you're like, man, I just made this great steak and I, I put the work in to make something cool. I got the good china out. I'm going to set it on the windowsill. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. Fine. I can't tell you the amount of time I have seen people post freaking a paper plate with hot Cheetos and a piece <laughs> of chicken so often. Yeah. And it makes me insane. That's kind of funny though. No, they're not doing it as a joke. <laughs> the amount sure? of times I've seen a husband be like, Wife cooked up some good tonight, chicken fettuccine and whatever. And it's on a paper plate with a dirty napkin next to it on their kitchen table. And I'm like, why did you post this? I don't want (laughs) to see that. I don't care. (laughs) That's where I agree with you. That's where I 100% agree. Uh, I mean, even if they're not trying to be funny, it's funny. It's not. I think it's it's infuriating. See, I'll take that over. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a lie. (laughs) That's a lie. Thank you. But, um, no, nah, that's disgusting. Right. Yeah, some people just don't. I feel honestly grateful that uh, I um that my parents cooked real food. Like they cooked real food and it was good. Yeah, and I didn't come home and it's like, yeah, fucking here's some chef boy RD and mm-hmm. free unfreeze the uh, fucking chicken tenders and all that kind of shit. Yeah, because um, some people just they're unlucky. Yep, I had uh, both sides of that. My dad was very good and cooked That's a lot of great food. And then I would go to my mom's, and I, I always say the the epitome of her cooking was that she would take microwave burritos, but she would put them in the oven, uh-huh. and she would put a craft single on top of them first. Ugh. That was her chef and I. So your dad cooked, and your mom didn't. Yeah, mm. they were divorced. Oh. Yeah, I can tell why. I can say, I can <laughs> <Yeah>. why. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's bad takes, everybody. Uh, um, <laughs> I would like to talk to you about 75 hard. Yeah, I'm feeling like a check in is in yeah, order. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, so you're doing it 75 super hard. We have 28 days left. No way. Yeah. I was doing four weeks or I'm doing a uh, 75 uncomfy. Sure. Basically what's lasted 75. Can I quit now? 75. <laughs> can I quit now? Well, we'll get it. So basically I've just been not drinking, eating okay and working out sometimes, which still for me, big jump, especially the not drinking part. Yeah. Well, uh, so now go over your list real quick of all the things you've been doing because it's more than just 75 hard. Yeah. I go to bed at, um, I pretty much like turn my phone off at like nine, 9.30 at the absolute latest. I go to sleep at 10. I wake up at 5.30 every day, except for Saturdays. I don't set an alarm, so I usually get up at 7.30 is when I've been waking up with no alarm. Um, doing like 90% whole foods, so like trying to be pretty unprocessed <clears throat> and all that. I'm doing no 
like sugar, sweets kind of thing, no desserts. Um, a gallon of water a day, workout, or just exercise. It's not even like I'm working out crazy. Sometimes it's like, like I'll just walk for an hour. Right. But work out for an hour every day, hour and a half on the weekends, um, Saturday and Sunday. Um, those are the main things. Obviously sober. Um, yes. No sober from everything. Of any kind, including um, coffee, right? Yeah, no coffee. I've had a couple green teas here and there, so okay. like a little caffeine, but that's been it. No soda, and no I'm, Yeah, juice. not drinking anything other than water. Got it. And green tea. Which does include sparkling water. Yeah, I'm drinking sparkling Including water. Including flavored sparkling water. Yeah. But not... Natural essence. Natural essence, LaCroix. Right. Yeah. Just just try to define the things. <laughs> okay. That's it. Well, you're getting real to- specific. <laughs> it's very uh, nitty gritty for... <clears throat> okay, so you said we have 28 days left? We have 28 days. Okay, so how are you feeling so far as the one doing uh, way too much? Honestly, I feel... Right now, I feel awesome. Mm. There, It ebbs and flows. Overall... I think if I had to draw a graph, like the trend, it would be an upward trend okay. the whole way. And like some dips, you know, kind of throughout the whole thing, but upward the whole way. And the dips are, I don't know. I've been, I guess this is week seven. We're in week seven. We're in week seven. So Last day of week seven. Yeah, everything uh, through week four was like perfection. Mm-hmm. Just kind of riding the high of like changing, just doing stuff that I want to be doing and uh, really cleaning up my act, if you will. Right. And then five, week five, six, and this week, um, some days have just been like the monotony of doing the same stuff every day. Because it's like I'm doing so much shit other than what I said that like working eight hours and then coming home and like going to bed pretty much at like nine. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, I feel like I can't do anything other yeah. than like the shit I've got on my list that mm-hmm. I'm trying to do. So that uh, has, has gotten to me some days and, um, yeah, but overall, I feel really good. I'm I'm looking forward to kind of having some nights that are exceptions to this rule after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, with going out and okay. so that's my question. What what do you see it like? What do you see life like after then? Like, well, how much of this are you going to keep, and how much of this is just for the challenge? I think I'm going to keep eighty percent of it. <sighs> Yeah. Including the bedtime. Here's the thing. The, uh, the, yeah, I think so. I mean, we've had so many fights about this. I don't want to get sad again, but I, um, I guess, so I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. I need my alone time. Sure. I like recharge and, uh, nobody's up at five 30, you know, and I don't see anybody. I see Mike for like, 10 minutes some mornings um, when he's like up and stuff, but I've got the morning to myself, you know, I need that. Uh, if I can get that alone time, then I don't need it, you know, after work mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the day. 
and it's just a good time to to get stuff done. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I, I mean, I like going to bed early. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like that, one of the things I miss. I want to go out on some, you know, some Fridays. Yeah, like two Fridays a month, maybe. <laughs> no, I don't have anything in mind. Oh, no, we said. But before. I don't want to do. I mean, I don't think it works for me to, like, drink uh, heavily every, every Friday. Friday. Okay, I don't think that works for me. But it doesn't have to be heavy. We can just hang out. It's cool. Yeah. No, we should we should hang out more. Okay, <laughs> I agree. But yeah, I want to keep like eighty. What is it you roughly. definitely don't want to keep? Um, let me see. Oh, I mean desserts. I, I really, that's <laughs> I'm a sweets person. That's what you're I, focused on through all this. You're going to bed at nine. You're waking up at five thirty. You're not drinking, and you're like, man, I just want a cookie right now. Actually, you know what? I had a terrible day yesterday. Uh huh. And I was thinking, it's the first time I've thought it throughout the whole thing, but I was like, today is a day. It sucked. It was Friday and I just had a terrible day. Um, but I was like, I, I want the outlet of intoxicants. You know, I want to just like get away mm -hmm. from the day and stuff. And, uh, I was kind of just in a bad mood, like for. Yeah, I noticed you got tacos, DoorDash, so I was like, something's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I was just. I would have liked to probably drink or something and mm -hmm. just hang out with friends as opposed to um, being alone for like the rest of that night and being sober. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I guess I. I but also one of the things that I keep thinking of is in terms of sobriety, I'm so glad that I don't have the option to like overall, I kind of think this at some point every week, not having the option to eat an edible or have a drink, even like when I don't really want one, but mm -hmm. I'm just like in an, in a, situation where it's like, oh, other people are drinking, I'll drink too. I'm glad I don't have the option right now. Right. Cause uh there's so many like I had I didn't really realize how many times throughout the week it's like, oh, you're with people, they offer you a drink and yeah, I'll just take one. Even though I don't want one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are you drinking for? Or just, you know, oh I'm off work. I'll Eat a brownie. So that's what I've <laughs> noticed, right? Because I agree. I've had the same thought. And yeah. you know, I like to drink a little bit, you know? Um, and uh, one thing that I have noticed between doing this and trying to be better about drinking is like, yeah. the reason I drink so much is not any kind of like, I need alcohol for this reason. It's 100% that when faced with the choice and there's nothing stopping you from drinking mm -hmm. or not drinking, and it's totally yeah. just what you feel in, I'm always going to choose drinking yeah. and I don't have the capability to be like, no, mm -hmm. <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Like I'm fine to do it. I just have to give myself some kind of reason. Yeah. So I definitely have made the decision when this is over, whenever it's over, I, uh, I need to do, I just, I need to bite the bullet and like number it for myself. I need to be like, you're going to drink these days in this week. You're yeah. going to drink this many times this week. Yeah. Cause that's I, just the only way I'm going to do it. Otherwise I'm just going to drink every day. Yeah. I, I've never had an issue where 
I don't think I've ever had an issue where I drank too much, where I've I was like observed the fact that like oh I'm drinking more than I would like to or anything. Mm-hmm. But definitely with weed, yeah, and edibles. Well, you don't like drinking, yeah, yeah. But yeah, edibles that would be like oh well I kind of want to chill. So exactly, let me eat. You know. A brownie. There's always a reason to justify why tonight is a good night for the thing. You yeah. know, oh, I want to do some cleaning. Yeah. Uh, a beer would be good with that. Oh, I, I no, want. I wouldn't even. I want to like, chill out and just hang out, and watch a movie. I wouldn't beer even would justify. I just wouldn't think about it, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I thought. I see. I have the thought. Oh, brownie would be good. I'll eat a brownie. I would go through that because after the first time, I'm like, okay. Let's stop drinking so much on the weekdays. That's yeah. how it starts. And it's like, oh, what? it's Monday. And, you know, I really want to clean the fish tanks. And oh, yeah. I like to have a beer while I clean, you know, yeah. or it's, oh, the boys are home. We're going out to dinner. Well, we got to get a beer with Mexican. And once we pop, we might as well not stop. So tomorrow we're not going to drink. Yeah. I and then do... Wednesday's church rehearsal. And, you know, I got to drink of that. Yeah. It's weird, though, because like I think ideally I would only. I would only drink. Once a week if even, Mm -hmm. but also like when we go out to dinner with friends, that's a time that I miss drinking where it's like, I want to, yeah, I want to like be buzzed while we're, you know, having a good conversation over a meal and everything. Right. That's a time. Um, and then like going out on Friday nights and stuff is like, that's a time. I can't so tell you how much I miss the pomp and circumstance <laughs> of like, where are we going to go? You know, oh, our ride's yeah. here. Oh, we're going to this place that and then we up, meet the people. Build up to Friday. Especially working on Friday, you know? Oh, yeah. We're right at like 3.50, 4 o'clock yeah. and you're like, work day's almost over and after this. Yeah. Because it's that no matter what now, I don't know if it's like this for you, but for me, I can never be turned off. Like I am never fully off the clock Mm because if I'm sober and I'm home, there's something I could be doing. Yeah. I could be editing something. I could be making something. I could be doing something. Don't even have to do with like that, but like there's some, I have some sort of guilt for not doing something. Yeah. If I'm drinking, I'm like, okay, today's a wash. Start Mm. over tomorrow. I'm officially clocked out. But if I don't drink, I don't have any reason to feel completely off the clock. Mm -hmm. So like I just miss that. Yeah, I don't have. I think that's a problem that I've really been thinking about recently. Is I don't have a. I don't know how to turn that off either, mm-hmm. and um, I'm bad at it. In that, I guess the like always feeling like I need to be doing something, yeah, or that I've got like all this shit that I need like needs to be done. Right. Like always having that. I'm bad at it from like a productivity and efficiency standpoint mm-hmm. where I'm not always doing stuff. Like I take time off and um, like do stuff that isn't, there's no goal, you know, in crossing it off the list or whatever. <clears throat> but even while I'm doing those, I have like the guilt of not doing just shit that probably doesn't even need to be done, but it's like, I need to be doing something and feel productive. And, um, yeah. And like some of the best days that I feel are when I work, like from the time that I get up percent oh, the time that I go to sleep, because it's like, you can't like, I couldn't have done more. So you can't say that, you know, yep. I wasn't productive or yep. I didn't get anything done. And it's like, 
I don't know. There's a, Somehow there's a that, comfort in shutting down and just being in like, put your head down and work. That's like, there's a comfort there. That's very weird. It's, it's this like, it's like the opposite of instant gratification. It's like this feeling of the, what I'm doing now means I don't have to do it later. It's like, yeah, you're, and, and just that feeling, like you said, I think you put it best. You can't say I didn't do all the stuff I needed to do today. It's like, there's uh, some imaginary person that's either like us or it's yeah. whatever. That's like, no, 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 I did it. I yeah. did it. But by it, I mean literally everything. And then some, yeah. And if it's not that somehow it feels like a disappointment. Feels yeah. like you didn't get something. I have so many times where it's like the thing that I need to do is like, oh, I need to come up with podcast content mm. or like ideas or stuff like that. Stuff that's kind of open ended. It's not like we need to do this check check. It's like we just need to spend some time. Yeah. So I'll block out a couple hours, go to a coffee shop, and it's like if you're not in it, then it's like, well, I got nothing, mm-hmm. and that just leads to this long time of like not doing other stuff. So there's opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. And then not accomplishing the thing you were supposed to do. And it's just like the self-fulfilling of like, everything is bad. I'm bad. It's horrible. Yeah. And then I can't even drink afterwards. So <laughs> it's like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's like, I think an underlying, it's not a, it's, it's not one of those problems like, oh, this is so bad. You really need to address it right away. Right. But it's definitely like, a problem. I think it's really situational. I think it's a lot of it has to do with how old we are. You yeah. know, this is the grind phase, yeah. and then also like what we're trying to do. We're mm-hmm. in a we're we're in a season of change, Jonah. You yeah. know, there's a lot of a lot of balls rolling, a lot of a lot of things cooking up. So it's it's mm. natural for us to grind and overwork, yeah. so that way we can enjoy the fruits of our labor in about thirty years. Some of it's just bullshit, though. Like yeah, like there's days where I get up and I'll work out and then I'll go to work for the whole day. And I just am in that mindset of like, I need to be doing shit. Like <clears throat> the other day I was doing yard work. Like I just came home and as soon as I got home from work, like started doing that. And there's no reason like it's, that's not yeah. accomplishing anything literally, not, but I just no. need to be moving and like working so yeah. I can just like put my head down and like shut off everything else. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, there's no like rise and grind kind of like hustle shit to doing yard work right after work. But I guess we just have different stuff. I've been yeah. really trying to focus my efforts on thing that's things that have a result. Yeah, that's why you know I haven't been uh, cleaning up everybody's mess quite as much as I normally would. I haven't noticed. <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> sorry, but I <laughs> it's I fine. Have not noticed. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, yeah. So speaking of seventy five hard. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to be 75 hard. Really? Yeah, I think I'm going to quit. We're so close. 28 days is not so close. That is. Look at how far you've come, Jeff. Yeah, I've come really far. Proud of that. That's cool. Why do I have to hit 75? It's a made up number. uh, Why'd you tell everybody you're going to do 75? If every time I've had this conversation, every single person is telling me, I mean, you can just quit. Like, you don't have to go to 75. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's because we're all testing you. (laughs) We're all putting you to the test. Let me tell you why. Nobody wants a friend that is that doesn't follow through with their word. So we're all just testing you. Like, well, if he says he's going to do this and he doesn't, you said, Jeff, don't do it. You're clearly not into it right now. It would be a bad choice for you to do it. Hundred percent. In the middle, several times, I'm like, I really want to quit. You're like, just quit. I don't care. This is my thing. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. So I think I'm starting to listen. Like, I don't care. For me and my. Uh-huh. sobriety like break whatever yeah 
when you, when I say it like that, it sounds long term forever. My I mean, for you, it kind of is. No, it's not. I mean, like uh, you're going to have no. a version of sobriety. I really, ah, man, there's something about being sober for this long mm-hmm. that makes my, you itchy. So my belief on psychedelics and stuff is that um, once you kind of get to a place where you think you want to do them, uh huh, you just wait. Like you, you notice that and then you wait and you kind of just let them come to you, if you will. Like you don't have the thought, oh, I'd like to do mushrooms. So you go buy them, you know? Okay. But you kind of wait and just observe it for months, like observe. And then the mushrooms will come to you when you're ready. Well, no, like I could still go buy them, but it's like, I've had this thought. I've had this feeling for four or five, six months. For me, it's been like over a year now or no, it's been like six months or more. They say that about like if they say if you want to start doing comedy, take it right on a piece of paper, put it in your pocket and then in a yeah. year, if you're still thinking about it, then do it. Yeah, no one says that, but that's a real the- thing. <laughs> it's a real yeah. thing. But so I've been thinking in the back of my mind, that's something I haven't done mushrooms yet. So I want to do that being sober for this long. Mm-hmm. I feel so primed to do mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Which I won't do during the 75 thing. Sure. But I want to push off the rest of everything else, you know, and do mushrooms first. Even more reason for me to quit because we're not going to have our big blowout as soon as it's, yeah. as it's over. You should do your mushrooms. Which it ends on a Saturday. Well, that's not good for me. Well, you could take that Sunday off. I guess I could, but that seems dumb. Is but. Has there ever... Is there a better time to take off, like, to not go to church on a Sunday than when you've been sober for 75 days <laughs> and you can go drinking for the first time on a Saturday? I, that's a fair point. I think everyone you go to, everyone at church knowing you would understand. <laughs> They'd be like, Jeff, don't come. <laughs> don't come. Stay home. <laughs> Sleep oh, in. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, um, so the big thing, there's something coming up at the end of 75 hard and it's like right before it's over. Okay. The concert. What concert? Paramore. Really? Not that one. The other one. I'm going, I'm not going. No, you're not going to that one. You're going to one afterwards. Yeah. Um, and I really want to drink at it. I know it sounds dumb to be like, guys, I got to drink for this thing, Mm -hmm. but I got to drink for this. thing. (laughs) Have you ever not drank at a Paramore concert? Not a, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I start well, I started going before I was twenty one. Right. I have not not dr- actually I've i n- I've never drank at a Paramore concert. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause I haven't been since I was able to drink. What about when we were young? Oh that's I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot they were there. Yeah, so old thing. <sighs> It's just one more. You're thinking about it's it wrong. One You're thinking more about it wrong. You're thinking about it wrong. Concert. You're thinking about it wrong. You're thinking about it wrong. No, my right is right for me. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay, I well. drink at concerts now. Me now. <laughs> I, I drink. I drink. I drink. <laughs> me drink. Especially at concerts. Yeah. And me have best time ever. Okay. That is my nirvana. Like that is like right. if I could pick one time to drink. You liter- you basically have unlimited amount of concerts that you can go to. Uh-huh. So why like just 
do one more sober. It's just one more. You know, and then you get to, and then you get to fulfill your word of being sober for 75 days. Now there's more to this. Okay. There's more to this. So there's that, right? Which I, I hear you, but like for the sake, let's keep this line of thinking Who's going. opening for Paramore. I don't know. Okay. Why? Well, if they were like terrible, then I'd say, okay, drink. Oh, but got if it. They were, got it. You know, if you could get away with seeing them sober. So keep with the line of thinking though of like, I really want to drink of this thing and mm. it's right before the end. So if I'm going to cut it off a little bit early, I might as well cut it off earlier. Um, How much earlier? What day is the concert? Uh, like four or five days before the end. Mm, man, 70 days. 70. <laughs> it just doesn't roll. It just, there's no <laughs> ring to it. 70. No, that's why hard. I, was, I was thinking about dropping it down to, I don't know, 60. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is you need today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not today. No, it's in a couple days. Yeah, that math doesn't check out. Shut up. Um, <laughs> None of those math checks out. What, you need two weeks to ramp up for drinking at a concert? Well, it's a 60 feels like a better milestone than 70. Rolls off the tongue better, you know? Maybe 60. 65. I don't know. I mean, at okay. the end of the day. Hear me out. Hear me out, though. The other thing, right? I've gotten a lot out of this. This is the longest I've been sober since I was able to drink. Same. And well, okay. Okay. Um, I really do feel a shift one in acceptance. I've accepted. I need to be the type of person that just budgets their alcohol. I can't leave it up to just my day to day discretion to drink healthfully. Mm -hmm. So acceptance. Number two, I, I feel what step number two, (laughs) Oh, what is it? Apologizing to people? I don't know. Or? You're the one that should be going to the meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have ordered a book. I, <laughs> uh, no, my mom has one. I'm going to buy that yeah. she got from a box of books that I got from Josh's house. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Next it worked the, for him. Huh? It worked for him. It did. It did. Yeah. So uh, I, I've learned about acceptance. God, sounds like an AA meeting. I also realized like I, I am content with being sober more than I ever have been. Like cool. living a day sober, living a week sober, not having that to look forward to, even if I'm not drinking that day, but like mm-hmm. not having that to look forward to and seeing life through the lens of somebody where it's not an option and being completely content with all the other joys and good parts about life. That aren't drinking. There's other fun stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't need it. If tomorrow I had liver cancer and they're like, you can never drink again for the rest of your life, I'd be fine with that. Eventually, I'd be fine with that. (laughs) 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 So I really feel in a good place to change my life for the better in a way that is not a 75-day challenge of an extreme that you're not going to do for the rest of your life. Mm Mm-hmm but instead starting what is what I want to be my new normal for a long time, the rest of my life. Really. You want to know my response to that? Please. If you are ready to start a new chapter of your life mm-hmm. or era, whatever you want to call it regarding your relation to alcohol, mm-hmm. if you, you're truly ready for that, then I would say prove it to yourself. <laughs> I knew there was going to be a fucking by <laughs> going 
prove it to yourself by going 75 days, the total 75, Uh doing those extra 15 days or whatever it is. And, um, see, I would say you prove it to yourself. What you're missing there is that's not proving anything. I can do that. We've done that. I can go without. And here's the problem. My proving that I need to do to myself is not about like this from here to here. No alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's here. Alcohol. No alcohol tomorrow. Jeff. That's the problem. Jeff. I know you and I know me too well. Okay. <laughs> that's fucking bronchitis. <laughs> Coming back. The vaccine. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. <laughs> um, I've said that to myself too many times. Okay. Where it's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done being a smoker, Mm. but I'm going to socially smoke, you know? So Uh I'm done smoking during the week, but I'll smoke on Friday, Saturday, whatever. Right. I've done that and it didn't work. And, uh, so, you know, I thought I was. Are you telling me to quit drinking? No, no, not at all. I'm just saying do the 75, but I don't see how that's related to what you just said. Well, I've seen you do the same thing where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm not drinking on Tuesdays now or whatever. I'm uh-huh. only drinking six days a week. And then, you know, you get away from that. So I'm saying if, cause we've both been in the mentality of I'm making a change now uh-huh. and from here going forward, that's the change and that's how I'm going to be. And we've both failed at our own, like (laughs) failed or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. We've both. Here's the thing. It's easy to have that mentality and then to start that while you have that mentality. Sure. But to not be in that mentality and to have to still keep that promise to yourself is a way different thing because then you're you're not going at it from a point of like having some kind of inspiration or motivation to like you know kind of get you that's why i say like you're proving my point like that's what i'm saying exactly proving to to yourself that it's not a it's not a um it's not a temporary mentality that feels comfortable now and that I can go forward with now because I have that, but see if you have that mentality for the next two weeks, right? No, I understand what you're saying. My thing is because this is what's happened every time. You're right. We've done months uh, mm-hmm. like a month at a time many times and what always happens is at the end there because if you go to the end, it's always like oh, three more days two more days hyping it up. Mm-hmm. You come back and you go way too hard. You know, that's what I've always done in the past. It's like going completely without not not a way that is sustainable. Mm-hmm. Right. For me. And then when you come back, you overindulge mm-hmm. and then you completely 180 from all the good you're doing versus coming out of what is something that is not sustainable, i.e. Mm-hmm. sobriety and doing <laughs> obviously, obviously, <laughs> um, I think for me, like if I were to continue to wait, which I couldn't do, I'm capable of doing, quote unquote, proving it to myself by going the rest of the 75, what I'm not going to do is keep that mentality. You're right. I'm not because by the end, I'm going to be like just waiting for it to end. That's why if I cut it early, it's it gives me a much better chance to actually enact what I'm feeling now 
versus by the end of this, I'm going to be like, screw it. I just want to drink so bad. Here's the problem. I've seen it happen so many times. Here's the problem with addiction (laughs) is is that people justify stuff like that. I understand. I understand here. I wouldn't call it justifying though. What you it are, is? No, you, no, you no, just no, no. did. You just justified. No, no, no it. but I'm gonna, I'm gonna define it in words that sound better. Okay. What it is? No, is, no, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna. Con- okay, that didn't work. Let me convince you. It's about knowing yourself and knowing your strengths and your weaknesses. Right. I know how I am going to naturally react right. when this is over. What is the difference between being sober for sixty days and then easing back into that? And being sober for 75 days and easing back into that. That I feel good to a better place to start that process right now than I will in 15, 28 days. But think about it. I'm not saying you are. Think about (laughs) a real alcoholic. Uh Uh-huh. And like if you were somebody's, um, what do they call it? Sponsor. Sure. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I feel bad for whoever that would be. (laughs) They'd be like, Jeff, can I text you? Can I talk to you? I I really feel like having a drink. And you'd be like, I'll be over in a minute with a six pack. (laughs) You'd be like, let's drink. (laughs) I'm glad you said it. I was about to. (laughs) Um, I lost my train of thought. Okay. No, I know what you're getting at, but here's the thing. Take it and make it not alcohol. No. Okay. What I was saying was imagine if you had you were a sponsor mm-hmm. and the person you're like, look, I don't think you should try and go totally sober from here on out, but let's take a break. Let's go a week and start there and then we can drink after a week is done. What would you do if they were like five days in? They were like, well, here's the thing. I it would be better for me if I could just go five days instead of the week, even though I said I would do the whole week beforehand, but like, it'll be better as the sponsor. You should be like, look, that wasn't the agreement and you shouldn't do that. And it seems if you didn't have a problem, it wouldn't be a problem to go a week without it, you know, but it seems like maybe there's a problem if you can't go the full week and you're trying to justify it from any angle that you can you're not, to end early. You're not listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you just described, you were uh-huh. 100% correct on. But you're the exception because why? I'm not the exception. The situation is different. Okay, what's the difference in situation? Because I know that if I quit early <laughs> and started that. <laughs> no, the difference to me is that I've done this before. Uh-huh. We've been through this many times. I am perfectly capable to go the rest of the way. Right. And I still might. I'm still working through this. I'm still trying to decide what is best for me. The difference is this time I really, really want to make changes in my life that I haven't done or been able to do in the past. And that involves, for me, moderation. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that if I started that process and started making those good habits that involves doing the thing I'm not supposed to do right now, but in moderation, because again, the challenge for me isn't being sober. The challenge for me is drinking one day and not drinking the next day. So it, from that perspective, what I'm doing is I'm actually starting a new challenge right now. You feel me? And I know it's, it sounds like justification. I trust me. I understand how horrible it sounds, but, but if you if, take it and replace it with working out and you were like, yeah, you need to work out. We're going to create, you know, so let's go a month 
work out every single day mm-hmm. super hard. I would never recommend anybody does that. Right. This is the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no, I would say don't do that every day because most people. Okay. 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 Because um, you have to, there's a proper way to exercise and you might not be doing that right. You might injure yourself. Is, there's diet. also no recovery time. Diet then diet. Okay, okay. Yes. Exercise doesn't work. Diet. No junk food for you. You're right. going to eat chicken breast, brown rice, and broccoli every day. (laughs) Exactly. What you would do is you would have them ease into a better diet. You would have them start low, like start light. That way they can create better habits because if you make them spend a month starving themselves, that as soon as that month's over, they're going straight to McDonald's. I'd say don't starve yourself, but eat cleaner. Right. But you wouldn't make them go... You wouldn't take somebody who eats McDonald's every day and immediately be like, that's it. You're only eating chicken, brown rice, and broccoli. You would let them have certain things you're right. for a short amount of time. I said you're right, and I didn't mean it, so I don't know why I said that. But I mean, that's not what you do, right? You would have them ease into a better diet. You don't take it. Di- you don't go from horrible diet to perfect. You've already diet. done that, though. That's what. Right. It's already been. But if you told somebody to eat completely clean, completely good, under a certain amount of calories, who was eating like shit before mm-hmm. for a month, as soon as that month's over, they're going straight to McDonald's versus if they, because they're idiots, decide to do that for a month and then in the middle be like, you know what would be better for me actually? Let me ask you this. If I ate a little bit. Are you saying that it takes, it's going to take some willpower to not drink every day after coming out of this sobriety? Yeah. What is the difference? How are you going to have more willpower to not drink every day by ending sooner Mm-hmm. As opposed to, how is that going to give you the more longer willpower? I go sober, the less willpower I have. I should have just never done this in the beginning and just started that from the jump. But this sounded like fun, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I, told I you. know. I'm saying you're right. But you made a commitment. Okay. So now my my personal opinion changes from <sighs> I told you. I don't think you ever should have done this. Yeah, I know. But my opinion changes from you made a commitment. So keep your word. But this this isn't that serious. You have told every single person. And I'll tell them all I quit. And people you don't know. (laughs) And I'll tell them all that I quit. People that you. We all make mistakes. We all fall short. Ah, guys, you know what? (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) I cannot do this anymore. This isn't like. It's not like I. Are you uh, hiding in like a beer in here that you're gonna crack open? <laughs> <laughs> if if this was if we were shooting on Friday, uh-huh. I would 100 percent do that. But this is Saturday, and I'm not gonna break on a Saturday. Yeah, because it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, me, you know, it's yeah. the same. You know, today's I not just, the day I want to drink. You can't convince me, uh huh, that it is better for you to only go 75 or only go 60 days. That's fine. As opposed to I understand that that was not my intention was to convince you, right? Um, it's to convince yourself. It's I, for your addicted mind to convince your not addicted mind. Jonah, I've been convinced already. Trust me. <laughs> I didn't need to do that today. I've Jesus already Jeff. done that. I'm just saying personally for me mm-hmm. and my 75 days of sobriety. I don't give a shit if you quit. It's not going to make it harder for me. Right. It's not, um, doesn't change anything for me. I'm not going to, you know, see you drinking and be like, oh man, I understand. Maybe that. I should quit too. Right. I don't give a shit. As your friend, Aww. 
well, here's where the tough love is coming. <laughs> so don't, oh yeah. As your friend, uh-huh. I'm saying, I don't think you should quit. Okay. What are the repercussions of quitting? I feel like I just let's let's pretend that you have a problem with alcohol for a second. Just really raise. I don't know stakes. if I have that kind of imagination, but okay. <laughs> okay, then just <laughs> I don't know. Let's pretend. I just you can't I you can't convince me that if somebody says I have this addiction or whatever you want to call it. I have this relationship that is unhealthy for me. I'm going to take this amount of a break from it. And then after taking that break, then I'll go back in and, you know, reassess it, bring the stuff back into my life. You can't convince me that there's ever a healthy time to break that commitment to yourself early. I know I cannot convince you. And on paper, I agree with you. So what is I'm we agree. I'll put it like this. It, what is it the literally exception? is. It literally is. The exception here is literally just this place that I am right now in my life. Uh-huh. Everything from therapy to what I've learned from this two, experience. Two therapies. Yeah, but that's the thing. Sessions. I'm starting the process. I'm in a different place right now. Right. Right now, literally, I feel like, like I need a drink. <laughs> the prime time to start making the actual changes that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Right. And start by finishing the first start by finishing the thing that got you to the point. I see why you, you feel like I that. see why you think that's better, but uh, that extra time I think is going to bring me out of that place is what I'm saying. Then you were never really in that place. I disagree. Okay. Don't yell if, at me. First okay. of all, if you're what kind of fucked up world do you live in where, where you're this magical place of having a completely different outlook on life and change in your relationship to intoxicants and everything Mm -hmm. is so fragile that if you keep being sober for 15 (laughs) more days, it's going to take you out of that place. If that, if sobriety is going to take you out of some kind of mindset, you were not in that mindset. You might I, be there temporarily for a second, but you don't actually have that mindset. I disagree. I completely disagree. It's the same. Uh, I mean, it's an analogy, but like the whole thing about you wouldn't start somebody on a super crazy diet. Like what we were, st- what this started as was a fun challenge. The way we were going to, that I was just going to at the end, go back to my normal life. What happened was I decided to not do that, I want to basically start a transition. And I don't think, like if I, if this was the goal from the beginning, I wouldn't have done this, you know, if I was really thinking about it smarter. This wouldn't have been a good way to do it mm-hmm. because it's too much all at once. My, my, uh, my goal and motive has changed and I don't think a long break is good for what I'm trying to accomplish. But you've already taken a long break. Right. Correct. Can't change the past though. If I could, I would honestly go back to the very beginning and instead of quitting at all, start just moderation. What are the factors that have allowed you to change your, excuse me, bless, 
what are the factors that have allowed you to change your mindset uh-huh. that have led you to a place? Why? Well, what's the matter? What's that question matter? That have led you to a place of this new mindset of feeling like you're ready to make, have better relationships with alcohol and all that kind of stuff that are in your life. High cholesterol. Um, okay. Therapy. Going to therapy. Going to the doctor for more than just high cholesterol. Okay. Um, working out again, but finding a workout routine that works for me. Sure. And a little bit, yes, of being sober and not being scared of what sober days mean. For sure. I see that. All That's why that. a short break would have been cool. Right. But as far as I know, mm-hmm. This is, it's taken this long to get here because I haven't heard any of this stuff before. So as far as I know, well, we haven't been talking since we've been sober, Jonah. We just started talking again. That's bullshit. You don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) But yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say, oh, I I'm depressed. I have depression. And I started seeing a therapist so now I feel better. I'm going to stop seeing the therapist, mm-hmm. even though I haven't like just because I am feeling better right now. That's fine. But what I think is a much better analogy is the diet thing. I think like if you take it from that perspective, I think it makes mm-hmm. more sense of what when you actually start to make it because you can do anything temporarily. I could do anything for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. almost um, what is hard is to make things that make changes that are going to last forever and that's why when you start somebody on a diet you would start on a transitional phase to that diet and so uh, that is one thing you could do sure but you already have not done that right so what's the now just feels like the right time that's all it is and so much of it is is stuff that I can't like validate or say because it's just right now it feels good to me you know and yeah part of that's I want to drink again right I also want to start a new normal of sorts and I'm excited to start that and I don't know where I'll be in uh, 28 days I, I could be in a totally different place and I don't think there's anything wrong to say that after 28 days of sobriety I could be in a totally different place and not ready to start that process or not as prepared to start that process. And it's not just the sobriety passage of time. That's why they say when you want to make a change, you should make it early because if you sit and think about it, you're going to talk yourself out of it. But you already knew that you were going to make that change going into 75 hard. I didn't know what was going to happen afterwards. Every time I say that I want to drink less, but knew going into 75 hard. Okay. Now you're telling me what I know, which is rude. I know bronchitis vaccine. I know Mm -hmm. going into 75 hard Mm -hmm. that you knew Mm -hmm. that you would have a different relationship with alcohol proceeding 75 days of sobriety. Uh, And that's a fact. I don't think so because I really Jeff because like we've been there. We've had the conversation, but every I, I think I may have thought I did, but I also at the same time knew that every time we've done this, it goes back exactly to the way it was. Right. So it's like, I don't even know what I knew or what I thought. Like, 
I don't know. It just kind of happened. It's all a blur. I don't remember it. I was drunk. <laughs> Look, all this to say, I'm going to put it to a poll. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to decide right now if I'm going to drink or stay sober. I'll be checking the poll one day after this is recorded and whatever for is the highest vote. Sober for 28 more days. Not right. forever. 28 more days, right. which is what he said he would do. Or do I start the journey that's better for me and going to have better impacts long term? This is the journey, Jeff. You, <laughs> you made a commitment to but yourself. You commitment. What does that mean? It's a fucking commitment to who to yourself. I've said lots of things to myself that weren't true. I know. So no, enjoy. What, so hold up. That's what I'm trying to enjoy. Get you know what this comes from? My parents got divorced and <laughs> commitment issues. And <laughs> just kidding. Well, honestly, like, does that is that a big deal to you? Like, would you think less of me if I quit? Uh, I think less of anybody that says that they're going to do something and uh -huh. then they quit. Okay. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I feel bad saying that out loud, but that is I mean, the fact. That, like you, and that comes from me failing to uphold commitments that I've made to myself. Right. And me thinking that I have less value as a person for doing that. Gotcha. And then I just put that out on other people. But no, I'm serious about like, um, especially shit that I tell other people I'm going to do. Sure. Um, but no, I think if you make a, if you say you're going to do something, I think it's like a big ass deal to uh, do it. I fully understand. I fully, uh, like I agree, especially like uh, when you say like, it's coming from a place of having done it before. We've all done it before. Uh -huh. And it's like, it's a negative thing for sure. But it's not this thing of like, oh, this guy didn't do what he said he was going to do one time. He's now a person I don't trust because like he's one of those. It's like we've all done it and it's not a no, good thing. Yeah, it's, and some people do it a lot. Some yeah. people do it a lot and you can tell they're not a trustworthy person. I don't think you would describe me this as that. This isn't like a trust thing because like I would never or not trust, trust you, know I mean. you with like interesting being sober for like a, a certain <laughs> amount of time. You know, like this, this, I don't need to put that trust in you. So that is irrelevant. What does that mean? <laughs> That just means like there's nothing like it. I would never be like, hey, Jeff, we're good friends, right? Can you be sober for 75 days? Like I see. I yeah, need yeah. you. And if you tell me yes, you know, mm -hmm. it's like it does. That's irrelevant. I also think, though, it's like this whole like telling things that you're going to do and then you may or may not do them. Mm -hmm. Like there's different consequences and different stakes for different things. You right. know, I Th think that the only right answer okay. is to do what you started off to say uh -huh. doing. And then if at some point throughout that whole thing, cause I've had this, there's shit that there's shit that, um, I started off with this like doing where I'm like, there's no reason to do this every day. This is ridiculous, mm -hmm. but I'm still trying to do it. I'm not going to stop doing it for the rest of the time because I said I'm going to do it. I think you say you're going to do something, you do it. And if you have a change of heart <clears throat> or mindset or whatever during that, you still stick it out. And then afterwards you go, that was stupid. I, but why no did way, I do that? That doesn't always work. I learned. What do you mean? 
Like there's some extenuated circumstance where maybe it's a better choice to not do what you said you wanted to do. You know, like there. Yeah, like if you say you're going to. I'm not saying this is one of them really, but uh, de- there are definitely times where it's not always the right answer. Right. There are exceptions. Right. I don't think anything related to sobriety is. Aside from the shit that you can't go cold turkey on or you'll die. Sure. So those are the exceptions. And I mean, because you can go, you can die from quitting alcohol, right? Yeah, 100%. So the exception is. You have to be very addicted to it, though, to do that. Yeah. Which I've never if been close to. You can quit cold turkey for a certain amount of time and not die, which you can with alcohol. Then I'd say, stick it out. I'm just saying, don't mm. go cold turkey if you will die. Sure. Of course not. Well, I respect your opinion. No, you don't. <laughs> rude <laughs> what <laughs> sure you do you haven't heard my opinion about you as a person for even considering quitting you've just heard like the kind of conceptual okay should we quit should we not go ahead no <laughs> what do you mean Mm-mm. what does that mean because then you won't be like we want to have a good rest of this episode or whatever I mean the episode's over we're wrapping up so <laughs> go ahead and say it. I'm just kidding no but honestly when some I just when somebody says they're going to do something for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and then they stop, I just, I just go, Oh, bummer. You know, mm-hmm. I just, it just comes off as like, Oh, you're, you got, you've got a weaker mind, you know? Okay. So it's more of a place of judgment than it is like a place of like, uh, disappointment uh i'm slightly di- like if you quit i would be slightly disappointed because we're friends if mm. if i didn't know you i don't give a shit what you do all that kind of stuff <clears throat> but i would be slightly disappointed just because for the same reason i would be disappointed in myself if i gave mm-hmm. up on something that, that i said i would do mm-hmm. i get that i get yeah. that but also, you know. that That's it? Okay. Don't do that. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? You think I could shave? Like, you think I could just do a mustache for a little bit? Yeah. Shave? I think you could. Should I do it today? Yeah, why not? Actually, though. I feel like if I'm going to do it, I have to do it before Reed like goes back to a mustache. Uh, yeah. Cause then I sure. just be copying. Also, him. you two need to switch seats. If you do that. Why the gradient? I will never, <laughs> I'll never, this is my spot. Now. <laughs> well, then I'll get a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. We're not going to not be friends if you start drinking again, but uh, maybe I'll hold a grudge for a long time. I don't know. We'll see. How long is a long time? Years. Are we still going to be friends in years? Good question. Yeah. Why even plan that far in advance? I'll hold a grudge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I mean, honestly, I stand by everything I said, um, but no, I'm not going to give you a hard time or anything if you quit. I'm going to joke you, but that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know what's right for you, I guess. That's a thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. You do you, Jeff. Well, this you was great. You. This was a lovely episode.
Yeah. Um, uh, it's fine. I have more to get to, but you know what? This one, we're <laughs> You're not really feeling it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I thought you were going to be a little bit more on my side. I thought you were going to come around. I've eventually. got time. I've got time. If uh, no, I mean, uh, that's all I've got about this. I've got it. other stuff. Steven Crowder, but like we don't have time to get into that. <sighs> Fucking Steven Crowder. Yeah, we're going to yeah. lose it. Um, Another time, maybe. I guess you know what real quick. Uh, I'm just going to play you this video. I love it. <laughs> and then we're just going to end on that. We're not going to say another word. Perfect. Cool. Is it you? <laughs> Is it you drinking last night? <laughs> God, that would have been good. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> I'm pissed. I'm pissed off. That's it. This day. This day. Fucking. I'm going to have to go get some non-alcoholic beer after this because I am in a mood. Why? What? What led you to getting in a mood? All this judgment. What judgment? I'm kidding. I just thought you would come around. You really held your ground. You thought I, thought I you would come around. Yes, I thought you would come around more. It's like, well, I don't like it, but I guess I get how Listen, that can make sense. For I you. am all for people and their journeys and having a sense of what is right for you to do and like what is the, the next step in your life and next chapter and all that kind of shit all for it. But when that conflicts with there's something about the sobriety part where it's when that conflicts with that, then I just think you're, you're trying to, you know, get a drink. That's why I think a lot of it is uh, 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 connotation, you know, with, with sobriety specifically, you think of people who you think of addicts and you think of people right. specific addicts have a connotation of being sneaky, being tricky, being liars to themselves. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes. I don't think you would describe me as an addict. I think you would describe me as I don't know. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Which obviously no judgment to addicts. It's a disease and it's a problem and I get yeah. how people get there, but I don't think I'm anywhere near there yet. Right. Uh, I really do mean what I'm saying about how I think Ironically, drinking is going to be better for I me. I don't doubt it. I uh-huh. don't doubt it, but I I think if it was skeptical. food or something else, you would be more on my side. Yeah. But right. with something I'm skeptical about it because it's alcohol, which is interesting. Um No, I I it, it would be the same with food. If you were like I I need to, I'm quitting fast food. I need to quit. Or with, uh, if you came to me and you were like, when you quit, um, what soda or whatever, diet soda for right. Lent or whatever. Yeah. If 30 days into, how many days are in Lent? Oh, let's say 30 for this. Okay. If 20 days into Lent, you were like, yeah, I think it's just not really, really working and stuff. I would have the same response and, Okay. Concepts about everything. Yeah. Lower stakes with diet soda. The difference there, though, is like the plan was always to go back to drinking the exact same amount of diet soda when it was over. That wasn't to change and my habits. When you say that, my response is that is the that is your desire to drink sooner. Finding a way to justify allowing yourself to drink sooner. I love when. People take actual like, and um, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying like, if you ever come up with good arguments or uh-huh. what seem like good, people always will be like, oh, look at you justifying, you're going through all these hoops. It's like, no, I'm thinking critically. 
I know why you say that, and right. I totally understand how it sounds. Right. I'm just saying, no, it's me thinking. The critically. problem is a lot of this if, is perception. You can't, you can't fully know the difference between me justifying and me thinking critically about it. I can't unless you're me. No. Oh, false. Okay. You can't even know. I can't because you don't know. Right. Like your thoughts come from you know. You don't know. You know how you feel. You know the thoughts that you're having. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on to formulate them. Which is why people get can justify, oh, I'll do this, or even though I'm on a diet, I'll go get McDonald's, because your mind is tricky. It'll trick you into believing it's okay to do something, even if you said it's not okay to do this, and that's why addiction is a problem. Right, and that's why. But I'm not addicted. Sticking to a diet is hard for people, and all that kind of shit. I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying it's kind of what you're saying. I'm saying if an alcoholic said they're going to take a 75 day break. Well, first of all, an alcoholic wouldn't say that. Right. <clears throat> saying <laughs> if if an alcoholic and you were sitting side by side and they were both, you know, somewhere in there taking a 75 day break from drinking, you would have the same justification slash argument for being able to Mm. stop drinking sooner. So you don't know if, or as I don't know if that's coming from like a genuine place or if your mind is kind of tricking you into a place of being able to justify it all for the same means to an end of being able to drink sooner. Right. Okay. So I'm just hyper skeptical of Right. The tricky mind. So I'm saying don't let it trick you. If that's how you genuinely feel, you'll feel it in 15 days longer of sobriety I see. as opposed to I you do. have nothing to lose by going 15 days more sober relatively, but you do have something to lose by letting your mind trick you into quitting early 28, not 15. And I definitely disagree with that point personally. Are we going to get into this? No, or are we call no, it it's, it's fine. Off air. Let's end. Excuse me. <laughs> I think we're, we're done with this. Although you have done this thing where now I'm so tired, like from this that I just don't even want to be so like, I don't even want to drink anymore. I want to just be so or just you'll shut up. My plan has worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's end with um, a piece of shit so I can yeah. feel a lot better. Okay. Love it. Little ring cam action. Oh yeah. Do you, are you aware of Steven Crowder? I mean, you know who is he this is. Is this his house? Yeah. Yeah, he's quite uh, well, wealthy. What's up? Oh, well, I'm yeah. reading the caption. Don't read the caption. <laughs> Are you aware? You're aware of who Steven Crowder is, right? Yes. Okay. He's um, changed my mind. Right. So he just look at me. Don't look at the thing. Uh, just recently put out a thing saying he's getting a divorce. Just admitted to that. Him and Candace Owens are fighting because she like uh, he. He's getting a divorce and mm-hmm. people are mad at him because he's mad at people for talking about it. Let's just watch this. I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just did. You just did. I drew a boundary of abuses. And cruel. You were not taking the car. You were not taking the car. The one car. Refuse to do wifely things. Then I will go pick up the groceries. Wifely things. Thanks. Wood pellets. My grill. I know it's an unreasonable request. 
But I'll go do it. How about you first? Hillary, how do you respect the man? Yeah, other than that. Notice how pregnant she is? No, no. I don't mean you're making love. You're not taking the car. Stephen, you're not taking the car. Stephen, you are not taking the car. 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 Feeling some constraints? Steven. Like, I can't Steven. go. I, listen to me. Listen to me. You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents. I can't call my friends. I can't go, I can't be home. You're going to take the car and leave me here. Hillary, just think of how boxed in you've made me. What do you need me to pick up? I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. It doesn't work either. <laughs> I, I, do you understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you're going to be back when I'm back? The only way out of this is discipline and respect. Discipline and respect. The only way out of this is yeah. we're at an impact. We are at an impact. Good. Because you can't have any discipline or respect. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give up so easily. You, know, you give up so easily. I, I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said then we're at an impact. Steven, no, we are at an impact. Okay? I love you, but Steven, Steven, your beast is sick. Watch it. Watch it. Fucking watch it. I'm gonna love that. I'll get what you need you to get. And I, I need some space. You need to just fucking engage for a little bit. Okay? I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love you. <laughs> I've never received love from you, and the fact is, when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, you just be disciplined about it, you go, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. That's not fair, and it's disingenuous. Hillary, you're right, right in the past. Become someone, listen to me, day in and day out, worthy of a life worth? No, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get texts what you need. I'll get you what you need. I, I love you. I'm committed to you. Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm, I'm not. Engaged. I'm not trying to. Are you committed enough to do those things? Do You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You just said I love you. I'm committed to you. Walk the dogs. Put on some gloves. Walk the dogs. Put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? Walk the dogs. Put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication? The gloves. Don't you take take that in. Um, you know what's funny is she's probably going to get their one car in the divorce. <laughs> 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 Steven's gonna be sitting on his back porch, like I can't. I'm so boxed I, in I can't right go now. Get groceries. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, that's fucked up. Yeah, countless people have talked about it, but mm. I just wanted you to see it. Thanks, I, I appreciate that. You know, there's some things that uh, are worthy of of uh, keeping me in the loop on. Yeah, of stuff course. like that. Yeah, that's uh, man, toxic. The freaking watch it, dude. That's so like. Have you been in? 
situations like that where somebody is just like not possessed, you know, but yeah, they're like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's brutal. Yep, it is brutal. It's, it's kind of crazy because you get like that and then the next day they're, you know, they can be, mm-hmm. oh, you know, sorry, I was not chill and stuff. It's crazy. But they'll be, yeah. It's insane, especially like that. Like that's the way you talk to a child you're abusing. Yeah. And that's a wife, like an adult, you know, um, it's crazy. Was that during like more pandemic times? The whole put on the gloves. No. So that and- apparently there was this whole thing um, where she, uh, this is all from her and her lawyer's uh-huh. statements. I believe they, uh, so there was this medication the dog needed. She is like eight months pregnant or something like that. Yeah. And so she didn't want to give the dogs the medication because she read something where the medication wasn't good for the kids. Mm-hmm. So she asked him to do it. And he apparently said, uh, put on some gloves and mm-hmm. do it. Cause that's and they're what, pro-life. So that makes sense. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Especially him, uh, smoking a cigar next to his eight months pregnant wife the whole time as yeah. well. Yeah. Which is just a very funny visual of just the man spreading with a freaking cigar on his back porch. Yeah. Doesn't really work so well with like the the mid high yeah. socks and yeah. the, not a great look. Steaming, not great. But so oh well. yeah. Yeah, let's leave it at that. That's a good one final argument for my thing. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's keep Steven Crowder. Mm-hmm sober thank you so much for watching ladies and gentlemen uh, <laughs> <laughs> very good please very good. feel free to send us your questions tiktok instagram and uh, let us know if i should drink or if i should go the rest of 75 hard thank you goodbye